This episode is sponsored by Fun Love Media. Fun Love Media is a boutique social media and podcasting agency owned by yours truly. We help mission-driven brands across the country stand out and make a positive impact on the world through social media, podcasting, and beyond. Whether you're local to Houston and want to schedule a content shoot to create videos and images for your social media accounts, or you're in any other part of the U.S. and want a new logo and brand design, or even want to launch your own podcast, we can help. With our done-for-you content creation, we cultivate a fun and exciting online space so your brand can make the positive impact on the world that it's meant to. Let's be honest, we're a group of creative people with a soft spot for our fellow world changers. If you're ready to tell your story, make a difference, and have fun doing it, you have found your content creation team in Fun Love Media. Head to funlovemedia.com or email me directly at Brittany at funlovemedia.com to get started today. That's B-R-I-T-N-E-Y at funlovemedia.com. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your hostess, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media and podcasting agency in Houston, Texas. This show is for social media creators, social media managers, and small business owners that want to stand out on social media and beyond. Please know that this show could include some grown-up language here or there. Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, episode 235. I'm your host, S. Brittany Cross, and welcome back to another episode. I want to tell you how I gained 3,000 Instagram followers in 23 days. I'm going to break it down for you. I'm going to give you all the real realness, and I'm excited to do that. I'm always transparent with you, and I just don't think people talk about this kind of thing enough, and they're not real about it, and I want to tell you. I want to tell you how it happened Um, why I think it happened, how I responded to it, what mattered, what really didn't, all those things. Okay. All right. So the short answer of how I gained 3000 Instagram followers in 23 days is that I had a video that at 23 days in, it had about 326,000 views. So that's how it's from that video. Now, have I gained followers like during that time because of other things, not just because of that video. Yes. But when you have a video doing well, it elevates everything and it really gives your entire account momentum and all of your video views start to go up. So I think I had followers from other things, but it all started because of this big video. So, okay, let me break it down for you. So first of all, I posted this video on Instagram and on TikTok. Now at 23 days on TikTok, I think it only had like 550 views. So TikTok didn't like it as much as Instagram because at that time, Instagram had, you know, 326,000. So big difference. <laughs> that's a, that's the first lesson. Sometimes one app doesn't like your shit as much as the other one. That's just how it is. Right. Um, <clears throat> that's the first lesson, but so, okay, here's what the video was. The video was a performance video. It was an entertaining video. So if, if this doesn't apply to you, maybe this episode isn't for you. But if you want to make entertaining content, then cool. But even if you don't, let me just stay tuned. I'm going to really break it down for you so you can really have some perspective. So the video was a performance. It was something that I created. It was about being at the Thanksgiving table. And my husband, Ryan, was in it with me. 
And this was not just some like silly random thing that we filmed and like, oh, it was cute and funny and we posted it. Like this was, I planned this. This was, I, I wrote it. And what I mean is like, not literally wrote it down, but you know, like it was written by me. It was created by me. Um, and my husband is not an actor. I am. I was an actor for years. I've been a performer since I was a child, but he's not. Um, but I got to say, because he's a good sport and he's willing to participate with me in content, that means that he's willing to listen and take instructions. And he did. He took my instructions great. So if you go back and you look at the video on my Instagram, you'll see that we're sitting at the Thanksgiving table and you can just see me and him and some plates. I just like threw some lettuce on the plates, like just so that there was some sort of food for him to take a bite of. It wasn't like we weren't really eating. Okay. Um, and I did have real wine though. I did have real wine. Yeah. I only, I only had a couple sips of it while we were filming, but I did have real wine. So the idea of the video is that my aunt Karen, <laughs> I was going to name her something else, but then I, I went with the Karen thing. Uh, intentionally and it worked well. My aunt Karen was being judgy at the Thanksgiving table about my social media content being like too much. Like I was too much on social media. I don't need to be doing all that. Right. And I had just had it up to fucking here with her and I lost it. And the song is by Big Sean called I Don't Fuck With You. And it's a fantastic song, by the way, if you haven't ever listened to it, it's like the best song ever. Um, I did. Okay, let me tell you all the. the I'm going to tell you all the decisions I made. So see if this is helpful. Okay, the song "I Don't Fuck with You." I chose that intentionally because it's such an epic song, and people that know it love it. And if you haven't ever heard it, you're so shocked by it, and you're, it's just so exciting. It's a great song. But I chose the edited version, not the explicit version, because I I didn't want. Not because I have any fucking problem with explicit words, as you know, by listening to this podcast, or if you know me in real life, but it's, I did that on purpose. I didn't want to, I didn't want the explicit version to like hinder the video's performance. And I thought that that was a possibility. Um, so I'm glad I made that choice. So it's actually the edited version where you can't hear those bad words, but I still mouth them. And the people that know the song know what I'm, what I'm singing. Right. Um, so that was the first choice I made. Um, as far as the actual whole creation of it, like I said, I gave my husband instructions. I gave him very specific instructions. Um, I'm talking about all the way down to the moment when he, I wanted him to react to me like the moment and, <laughs> and then when to pour me more wine and, when I was going to be zooming in on his face and where he needs to give a reaction, when he needed to take a bite of food, I literally directed and told him every single moment. So this was very planned out. This was very scripted, if you will. Um, but it's about something that can be relatable to people because who doesn't have a relative that is all up in your business and is rude to you? And by saying that she was being rude about my social media content, that helps me kind of keep it on brand because I work in social media and I'm always encouraging people to post the fucking video and show up on social media. So it's, it goes with my, with my brand and all of it was very strategic. The song has kind of a build. It starts, um, and it builds up and <clears throat> excuse me, that's always a cool choice for a video because there's something about that buildup of a song 
that helps the audience kind of anticipate what's happening, what's going to happen, um, and stay tuned and stay on the video. Um, yeah, all of it, every single bit of it all planned out. Ryan followed instructions really, really well. <laughs> um, if you go back and look at the comments, they are so funny because people know that this is a performance, um, and not an actual Thanksgiving dinner, obviously, but like, they're totally into it, like playing along, like, oh my God, he poured her more wine. Oh, he's supporting his wife. Yeah. You know, all this stuff. So it's really so fun and playful to have the banter with people in the comment section. I absolutely <laughs> have loved it. So that's exactly what we did. And honestly, I think we only did two takes. So thankfully we got it done pretty quickly and I edited it all together strategically. I made sure the music started at a certain time and I made sure that I zoomed in on his face doing like, you know, one of his reactions. And then that was placed right before the part where you see me dancing, standing up on the, on the chair. So everything was very strategic and planned out to create a good piece of entertainment that is on brand for me. Small Biz Social Society is a content creation community for mission-driven small business owners that are using social media to make a positive impact on the world. I created this community in 2020 to bring together my fellow world changers that run businesses and have a strong presence on social media. And starting January 8th, 2024, you can join the community for free. Yep, the membership cost is going from $18 per month to absolutely free zero zilch nada if you're a business owner or in leadership at a business a social media manager or a content creator you are welcome to join our community of creative intelligent fun entrepreneurs the free membership includes access to four online events in 2024 that will focus on intermediate to advanced level content creation strategies our monthly email newsletter that will be jam-packed with resources and detailed tips, and our private Facebook group where you can network, support, and reach out for help. We'll be talking social media, email marketing, YouTube, podcasting, and more. Plus, all members are invited to attend our annual in-person conference, Social Success. Our next one will be held in Austin, Texas in May of 2024. Small Biz Social Society is the best community for intermediate and advanced level content creators that are always leveling up and making a positive impact on the world. Head to smallbizsocialsociety.com to join. Okay, so it, it's very, first of all, I'll say it's, it's very fulfilling, very satisfying to have such an excellent performance of a piece of content that you create especially when you were so planned out and strategic about it and really like were intentional with the creation. Um, it's a really fulfilling thing for sure. Um, but here's some things to think about. One, this doesn't even make sense for everybody. I mean, if, if you don't like to entertain people and that's not your thing, it, then, and that's, it would feel like fake or be weird and awkward if you tried to do this and it don't, this is not for you right? So you don't have to do things just like what everybody else does. You have to choose what's best for you. For me, it makes sense to do a video like this for multiple reasons. One, it's fulfilling for me as an individual. I enjoy it. It makes me happy, which helps me keep making content. Whenever you feel fulfilled by it, you don't want to quit, right? You're doing things that you love. Like I love entertaining an audience. Well, then I should do that in my content because then I won't want to quit and I'll keep going because I'm enjoying it, right? 
there's that. But also specifically for my brand, it makes sense for me to reach larger amounts of people anytime I possibly can because of my specific career goals. Not everybody's goals for their career and their brand require a large audience. In fact, most don't. It's a smaller amount that do. For me, you know, like like this show, I have this show. I want a lot of people to listen, a lot of people to watch, which means a lot more people need to know who the fuck I am. So the more exposure I have, the, you know, the better. Also, I, I'm in the middle of writing a book whenever it's time to sell the book. Well, the more people that know who I am, the higher the chances are that you sell more books. Um, as far as like other things, I mean, speaking, I'm going to be speaking more <clears throat> in front of audiences and that's reaching a large amount of people. And if you have the large following that helps it all go together, you know, you see what I'm saying? Like it, there's, there's actual reasons why. And also just the fact that it's a passion of mine to entertain and positively impact as many people as possible. So it makes sense to do this kind of thing because entertaining videos most of the time are what's going to get the most views. Not all the time, but the majority of the time, that's what's going to get the most views. And so it makes sense for me to do it. But again, if it doesn't make sense for you, it doesn't make sense for you. Don't do it. Doesn't matter. Like, like the local florist that just serves just the small town, the secluded small town, you know, that they're in, they don't need a viral video. What, what does it even matter if they get 3000 new followers in 23 days? I mean, that's fun, but it's not, it's not necessary. They don't need that for that business to thrive. So why put in a bunch of energy and effort into it unless you just wanted to, but there's no other reason why. See what I'm saying? Another thing to think about is that if you think about it, 3,000 followers at about 300 and something thousand views in. That's only about 1% of the view, viewers or views um, followed. 1%. It's not, it's not a very high percentage. <laughs> now, I think that on other kinds of content that's more um, uh, focused um, into a niche and um, maybe it's more educational and stuff like that, I think your percentage of, of conversion from like viewers to followers would probably be higher than 1%. But when it comes to stuff like this and you're reaching the masses, um, yeah, 1%, may, maybe, maybe 2%, you know, on, on, on most, most situations. Um, also I gotta say before this happened, my Instagram was at the same amount of followers for months. I'm talking for eight, eight months, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. Probably about eight months. I was, I was at the same amount of followers and basically it's because it's a, it's like the net same amount. So like, if you look at your insights and your Instagram, you can see like how many followers you gained and lost in a day and stuff like that. So I would gain followers every day, but I'd also lose some. So it never really was, there was never really a net increase in all those months. And like, even if I had a video that had like higher views and stuff, not, not 300,000 views, but like, you know, good, good amount of views, 10,000 views or something. It's still, there wasn't really much of a net increase for like eight months. <laughs> and then this happened and then I got 3000 in 23 days. And that's kind of been, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry about my throat. That's kind of been the routine, honestly, that I, that I've seen in my account. And after some time going by and thinking about why is this a routine? Why are you seeing it like this? 
Well, one, I think it's the nature of entertaining videos because entertaining videos are just part of, it's just one part of my content machine for my brand. So I think that if I was strategically creating and planning out videos like this and performances like that on a regular basis, I think that I would be experiencing this more and I am going to be experimenting with that more and see, see how that goes. But because some of my content is not that some of my content is educational. Some of my content is a collaboration. Like with this show, it'll be like a collaboration post. Sometimes, um, it's something about business or whatever. Right. So like I have this combo of stuff going on and, and I think that's why it's up and down. Cause I'm not, I'm not steadily doing this specific kind of thing. That leads me to the next thing that I really have reflected on and learned is that when we find out what works for us, for what we want, we just need to do it again. I mean, it's so funny. It sounds so simple and so blah, duh. But like so many times we don't do that. It's like we feel like we have to come up with something new or reinvent the wheel all the time. And I mean, yeah, you're going to have new ideas and have a new take on things. But I mean, like totally new, like just try a whole new fucking concept of videos. It's not necessary if something's doing well. Just just do that thing again and again and again. And if you start to see a pattern that you're getting good results from that same kind of concept, that same kind of category of content or whatever it is that you're doing, then then you realize that you have found something that works really well for you, that's accomplishing your goals, that's bringing the views and the, the followers to you, and you keep going with that, right? And you at least keep going with that for a while, and then maybe you change it way later. But I just think that we're, we're changing things so often. We're trying the new thing, the next new thing. We're hopping over here. We're hopping over there. And, and, and it's like, calm the fuck down. Like if something worked really well for you, even if it's not 300,000 views, it's just something for you that really represented some sort of success. It brought you two new clients or um, you got five DMs where somebody was so inspired by that, that post that you made, right? Like whatever that kind of success, if that, if, if that's what happened and it was a success for you and you feel good about it, do that shit again, <laughs> just do it again. And also in a recent episode on my 2024 social media predictions, this is another thing that kind of ties into this lesson is that one of my, one of my predictions for this year was that I really think that for entertaining videos it, there, it's going to be a level up. Like it just, the entertainment on social media needs to be more and more innovative as time goes on. I don't think that we can just like get by with the kind of simpler entertainment that's not like smart and intentional and maybe even like written and planned and all that stuff. I think that we have to be more innovative just because that's, you know, audiences and everything has progressed. So I think that because I put so much intentional effort and thought and everything behind this and really used every strategy and tactic and method I could think of. And then genuinely enjoyed doing it, like actually really had fun with it. I think that's why it was a success. So it's, um, it, it, it it's interesting. And one more thing, I, I don't want to trying to just give you as many re real details as possible is that people don't talk about how, at least I don't hear this very often, like, about going down after the peaks, the valleys. <laughs> so there's peaks and valleys in life, of course, but on social media, there are when you're a creator. And if you haven't gotten to a point of having just hundreds of thousands of views on every single piece of content, then it's an up and down thing for you, which is, which is most people. And 
just know that with the peak, you know, the valley is going to come. Um, and it may not be a deep, dark valley. It doesn't have to be horrible. I'm just saying, you know, things will calm down for a little bit. And so it's an interesting feeling to ride that high, high when you have a well-performing video like that and you have so much success from it and it feels so good and you're so proud and you've made so many people smile or think or feel or whatever you've done. Um, and then for it to slow down, you know, it can be hard. It can be hard. So just remember that um, to manage that expectation, right? Like just know that that's a possibility. After you have that high, high, you, you might have a little bit of a low and that's okay. Use, take advantage of the lows. Uh, use that as time to plan your next high. Um, use that as time to take it more easy on yourself and um, repost some content from a while back that did well. So you, you are not having to um, come up with new ideas for a couple of weeks or something, you know, like just um, try to use that time wisely and do the best with it that you can. Um, I know we want all these high highs all the time, but the truth is, is that there's the lows as well. And, um, and that's okay. And it's normal. So anyway, I hope that this was helpful for you. I hope that it got you some ideas flowing. I want you to go check out the video um, on Instagram and on go check it out on TikTok. Go give it a like on TikTok. Like go, go share it. Go to TikTok and share the Thanksgiving table video, please. Like let's see if we can get TikTok's attention. <laughs> That's a whole other story. TikTok doesn't love me so much at this very moment. Instagram does not TikTok so much. And maybe they'll swap places later. Like we never know. We're always learning, right? Social media is a wild ride, but I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful that you're here for this. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. And um, I'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and LinkedIn. And subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel to watch the video version of each episode. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and TikTok. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.